endures forever. A sense of being able to endure and not be shaken by everything that's going on. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people, both now and forevermore. The scepter of the wicked will not remain over the land allotted to the righteous. For then the righteous might use their hands to do evil. Lord, do good to those who are good. To those who are upright in heart. But to those who turn to crooked ways, the Lord will banish with evildoers. Peace be on Israel. Tonight we're going to focus in on three prayers. And we're going to use them for our inspiration to pray. But before we do that, we're going to sing together and we're going to use a video to sing too so that because the worship group aren't here tonight. What a friend we have in Jesus. And we're going to sing this both at the beginning and the end of the or the end of our gathering tonight to remind ourselves that it is good to take everything to God in prayer. We stand as we sing. Let's come to God in prayer for a moment. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you that you, in your word, talk about where two or three gather. You are in the midst. And Lord, we thank you that you are present with us tonight. We thank you, Lord, that in our busy days you have never left us. But Lord, often we have not reminded ourselves of your presence and so Lord right now we pray that we will become very aware of your presence we will know you coming close to us and blessing us we will know Lord your voice speaking into our lives Lord in this time of worship at this time of focus upon you as we come together to pray. Lord God, help us. Help us just to know you better. Help us to be led in our understanding of you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, as there are not many of us, we might do it slightly different to what was planned. Is that okay? Well, you don't know what's planned, so you don't know what's different from, do you? I mean, that's, that's probably what it is. But I could do with a mic runner, Vicky. <laughs> oh, thanks for volunteering. <laughs> do you want the pen? I've got one here. You go on there, that's right, okay. Comes to think when you need a pen to turn your microphone on and off, don't they? So, hopefully you were given a sheet of paper as you came in, and that's got the songs on, but it's also got three prayers on, and we're going to focus on each of these prayers in turn. You can sit down for a minute. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're so welcome. The first one we're going to, uh, well, we're going to look at the prayers of two Francis and a prayer 
Wesleys. Two Francis, one's a saint and the other's a sir. And then Wesley, who we all know as a church planter, the founder of the Methodist movement. The first one's probably the most familiar. Make me a channel of thy peace. Where there is hatred, I may bring love. Where there is wrong, I may bring the spirit of forgiveness. And where there is discord, I may bring harmony. Where there is error, I may bring truth. Where there is doubt, I may bring faith. Where there is despair, I may bring hope. Where there are shadows, I may bring light. Where there, be, where there is sadness, I may bring joy. Lord, grant that I may seek rather, than t- rather to comfort than to be comforted. To understand than to be understood. To love than to be loved. For it is by self-forgetting that one finds. It's by forgiving that one is forgiven. It is by dying that one awakens to eternal life. They're familiar words, okay, when we sing it, the words are slightly different. But um, I want to ask a question. As we come to prayer, what does this prayer inspire in us to pray for? Maybe for ourselves, maybe for the church, maybe for the world. As you read that first prayer, the prayer of St. Francis, what is it that it inspires you to do? Afraid for many people this prayer was somewhat spoilt on the steps of Downing Street in 1979. Um, But it's still a good prayer. (laughs) It's still a good prayer. Vicky's going to come round with a microphone. If you want to talk, indicate what in this prayer, what does it inspire you to pray for? What does it inspire within you? And... If you don't start, you know, if you don't get some contributions, you're going to get them all from me, and that'd be very boring. What does this prayer inspire in you? Sue, thank you. Um, well, the very first line that says about peace, and I think that uh, we need to pray for a lot of peace in the world, and the second line reminds me about what's going on in Afghanistan. Thank you, Sue. Thank you. Any others? Thank you, Hannah. Um, I think when it talks about to comfort, to comfort than to be comforted, to understand than to be understood, to love than to be loved. I think in today's culture, we're quite inward focusing and everything is quite self-serving. And so this talks about how actually to you know, to be outward looking, to think about others, you know, and to think about how we can give instead of always about how we can receive. Thank you. Anyone else? Muriel, back row. She's made, either that or she's trying to buy something. <laughs> I think even, even in the first verse, um, where there's hatred, 
and I bring love. It seems almost impossible in this world, but I would love to think I help that way. Thank you. Ben. It just um, reminded me as well of um, when, um, yeah, I think, I can't remember where it is, but um, when um, the Lord sort of says, like, um, when I was hungry, you fed me. When I was naked, you clothed me. Uh, when I was in prison, you came to visit me. And sort of these sort of things, um, yeah, it's how we should act and how we should sort of um, be to other people and stuff. And we're not just doing it for ourselves. We're doing it for the Lord when we do these things. So, um, yeah, that's got us out as well. Thank you, Ben. JJ, at the door. Uh, this just uh, gives me an understanding that we all ought to be Christ-like in what we do, to aspire to be Christ-like and to work towards that. Thank you. Over this side, Vicky. You're being very nice to Vicky. They're all nicely clustered together, so she's going to have to run around, and now they're going to be clustered together over this side. Um, it makes me want to just pray, God, give me your eyes to see as you see, to see people as you see, so that I might love them and care for them and see their need and be Jesus to them. Thank you. I, I, I think God is saying that he relies on us to do most of these things. Not to think of ourselves, but like he did with the disciples. He wants us to be an instrument of peace. We are not for ourselves, but we are for the world. The world first, the first before us. So what I say is that God is depending on us, is relying on us to do these things for others. Thank you. Thank you very much. Anybody else? Friends, let's turn our thoughts into prayers. If you want to pray out loud, that's okay. Or if we just want to be silent and contemplate what has been said, that's okay. Vicky has a microphone if you want to pray out loud. We'll try and get the microphone to you fairly quickly because it means that those who are watching online will be able to also um, hear and for those who are struggling to hear can also hear. So let's come to prayer. I don't know if the cameras can go on the congregation in some way rather than just on me, so that the people at home can see the beautiful faces rather than just my ugly face. Let's come to God in prayer. Let us pray. If you want to lead us, feel free to do so. Thank you for bringing us here this evening, Lord, uh, bringing us safely, Lord. We thank you for giving us help and for giving us strength, Father God. And I do pray, Lord, that you make the whole world, Father God, a channel of your peace, Lord, where there's hatred. Father God, I pray that you will bring love. Father God, I just thank you for the love that you have for us. Father God, help us, Lord, to extend that love to people all over the world and to stop all this hatred um, that is going on in the world today, Father God, because we just want to live together and to be at peace with one another. May your light shine, Father God, in all the corners of this earth so that your peace, Father God, will reign. In Jesus' name, 
Amen. Amen. God, you will use us wherever we find us, ourselves, either in our working places, our home, amidst our friends. Let us be the light of the world. Let us have the confidence of God to share your love with others. Father, I just pray tonight that we will not be selfish, we will not be self-centered, but God, we will think about others, we will allow ourselves to, to be a channel of blessings unto people. And God, we just pray for your strength as well, oh God, because without you, we can't do nothing. We just pray that on daily basis, you will renew our strength, that we will not be ashamed of who we are in Christ Jesus. But God, we will go forth and we will show your life. We will bring your word of salvation, of encouragement, of support to people. And God, people will see Christ through us. And God, life will change. The world will, will be better. And your name alone will be glorified. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Christ's name I have prayed. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you that because we are your children, you have given us truth, you have given us faith, you have given us the hope and the promise of a bright future because we know you and because you love us. Father, would you help us, Lord, to extend that to others. Thank you, God, that you call us, Lord, to be beacons of light, Father, in a broken world. Help us, Lord, to to bring joy, help us all to comfort, to understand, to listen, and to, and to have an open heart and an open mind, Lord, to all those around us. We thank you, Lord, that your word tells us that we are all made in your image, that we are all your children, that we all have a plan and a purpose in life, Father. So, God, we just pray, Lord, that you would give us, Lord, that braveness and that boldness, Lord, to be able to point others to you, Father. Because we know, Lord, once we, once we have you in our lives, Lord, we know, Father, who we are. We know where we belong, and we know where we are going. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. be people who bring hope. Lord, you put into the church, your church, the message of hope for all. And as we look out at the word, world, Lord, we see so many people who have no sense of hope. They're fearful of the day that's ahead, the week that's ahead. 
because they have no foundation, nothing to full security. We pray, Lord, for the hope for those who are lost, who come into touch with this church this week. We pray tomorrow, Lord, for all those who will come to the food bank, that, Lord, they will not just receive food, but they will receive a sense of hope. For those who are in debt, Lord, through the Community Money Action Project that's just beginning, Lord, we just pray that your hand will be upon those who are in debt, that through the love of those who have trained to be able to help them, they will have hope. Lord, we pray for those for whom the world has been horrible. We pray for the refugees and the victims of Afghanistan and many other nations. And Lord, we pray that there will be hope. That your church, Lord, will reach out and will care for the needy. Lord, as indicated from that passage in Matthew 25, the naked may we clothe, the hungry may we feed. Lord, may we be people who bring hope. May we be people, may your church be people that are counter-cultural to the world that's surrounding us. The other first. Bringers of love. That we will seek to comfort rather than be comforted. To love rather than be loved ourselves. To forgive that we too could be forgiven. Amen. We have another song that will take us to the next prayer. A very old song, this one. Um, I don't think we've sung it for a little while now. I need thee every hour, most gracious Lord. That sense that God is with us throughout the whole of our lives, but we need him. Have you ever gone down through a day and you think, oh, I haven't stopped to talk to God today? And you felt empty because you haven't done so. I need thee, oh I need thee. Please do sit down. And Haley, if she's hearing me, will come and just tell us anything we need to know. She's coming. Looking confused. So I just did it. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. Just a couple of notices for um, this week. This Wednesday, we've got our Wednesdays at RBC resuming again. And this time, it's in person for the first time in 18 months. So please be here at 7.45 to start. We'll be breaking into small groups. So if you've not come along yet or you've been on Zoom, please do come along in person on the notice sheet is the list of all the dates and the topics that we're going to be looking at. 
if for some reason you are unable to attend in person um, and would like to have a group on Zoom, we are looking into that. So if that is you, please do contact the church office and we can look into that for you. And then two more other items. We've got our next wellbeing walk this Thursday at 9.45, meeting in the car park as normal and then walking through to Rafles Park, the bandstand for some reflection and then heading back here for tea, coffee, cake, whatever you would like. And as always, as Jan said, you can join in for part of the walk, all of the walk at any point. She'd just love to see you. And then finally, the Holiday at Home have got their next event, and it is on Thursday the 30th of September from 11 to 3. If you're interested and would like to take part in that, please see Vicky so she can get you signed up. Thank you. Thank you, Hayley. And also just to remind you that on Wednesday lunchtimes, we also have our lunchtime service which is an opportunity just to break the week and be here. Let's pray and give thanks God, to God also for our offerings. And Lord, we just thank you for the many offerings that have been brought to this church, either transferred online, done through the card reader, dropped into the offering box, directly transferred through the banks. And Lord, we just thank you for all that we are able to give to you. And Lord, we pray that these gifts will be used to bring hope to a lost world. Take these gifts, Lord, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Many of uh, you would have been on the prayer course. Do you remember the prayer course we did online? A very good course, yes. And uh, several people are saying, can we repeat it sometime? Well, we'll see about that. But a great course. Of course, one of the things we just were reminded constantly is the Bible's full of prayer. And I'm just going to be reading a brief passage from John chapter 17, which is Jesus' prayer just before he goes and gets, goes up and becomes arrested and heads towards the cross. I'm not reading all of it, but I'm starting to read at verse 13. Jesus says this, I'm coming to you now, but I say these things while I'm still in the world, so that they may have the full measure of my joy within them. I've given them your word, and the world has hated them. For they not, are not of the world any more than I am of the world. My prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. They are not of the world, even as I am not of it. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is the truth. As you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. For them, I sanctify myself, that they too may be truly sanctified. But my prayer is not for them alone. I pray, for, pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one, Father, just as that you are in me and I am in you. May you also be in the world 
so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one. I in them and you in me, so that they may be brought to a complete unity. Then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Jesus' prayer is so much there around unity. And it's interesting how you, he links that they may be one that the world may believe. That they may be united so that they will see God blessing and loving. Sadly, we know all too often in church history, the church has been anything but one. And we have always been very quick to point out the faults we see in the other. Our second prayer on the sheets. This is a prayer that I personally so often find challenging. It's by Sir Francis Drake who was a seagoing shipman discovering unknown places. I think he was also the first person to bring back tobacco to the UK, but I think we will just brush over that. No? Okay, that was Raleigh. Was it okay? I knew it was one of these sort of troublemakers. <laughs> but let's look at this prayer. Disturb us, Lord. When we are too well pleased with ourselves, when our dreams have come true because we have dreamed too little, when we arrive safely because we sail too close to the shore, disturb us, Lord, when with the abundance of things we possess we have lost our thirst for the waters of life. Having fallen in love with life, we have ceased to dream of eternity. And in our efforts to build a new earth, we have allowed our vision of the new heaven to dim. Disturb us, Lord, to dare more boldly, to venture on wider seas, where your storms will show your mastery, where losing sight of the land, we shall find the stars. We ask you to push back the horizons of our hopes and to push into the future in strength, courage, hope, and love. It's a brave prayer, isn't it? A brave prayer. I think it's been described many times that a pastor's job is to comfort the afflicted and afflict the comfortable. And in here, we're actually nearly afflicting ourselves. If we pray something like this, it's going to be costly. 
praying a prayer like this is going to be costly. So many of our, the church's prayers have been, Lord, protect us from anything. And this prayer is, take us into dangerous places. As I read this prayer earlier in the week, I was reminded of Afghanistan. And our prayers, to, for particularly for the BMS missionaries who were in Afghanistan with their families, with their children. They'd sailed out into dangerous waters, hadn't they? And how they needed to get out of that nation. And God, we thank God they did brought them out. And I wonder in this next time of prayer, how dangerous we are prepared to pray. What's God calling us to pray for and see come into reality? Whether that's a personal thing or something for the church here or the church wider. What is the prayer God is calling us to pray? That brave prayer. Again, if you feel able to pray, please do so. And Vicky will be on the microphone, leading, a, a ready to capture your voice. Let's pray. Lord, um, it's so hard sometimes to have vision and to have big dreams. And Lord, I just pray that you'll help us to not be so well pleased when we have our dreams come true because we haven't dreamed enough. And Lord, I pray that you'll help us to have vision for you, for a, um, that we'll have vision of the new heaven, that it won't be dim, but that we'll be brave enough and bold enough to, to dream big and to put that into action to achieve those dreams too. Amen. Father God, thank you for the vision that you gave so many years ago for there to be Christian schools workers in Havery. And Father, I just pray that as over the years that vision has perhaps got a bit dimmer, that now as we're opening up the schools work, that you will help Brad and Jay as they seek to go forward into the different schools. Thank you for the opportunities that you're giving them to speak to ministers and pastors 
and for the opportunities that head teachers are giving them to get back into the schools. And Father, we pray that this vision might increase and that you will give Brad and Jay the energy and the wisdom of youth to go forward with you in these opportunities. And we thank you for them in Jesus' name. Amen. Disturb us, Lord, when with the abundance of things we possess, we have lost our thirst for the waters of life, and we know that without the water of life, we die. May our faith take us beyond that, that we do think of others and to give them the life that they should have. Amen. Disturb us, Lord, when we see things are happening and we, we fail to stand up for you, Lord. Disturb us, Lord, and help us to live a life, Father God, that will bring glory, honor, and praise to your name. Disturb us, Lord, and help us, Lord, to stand up in a crowd and to shout your name. Father God, you love us so much. And yet we fail to love you enough, Father God. So I just praise you tonight and ask you to help us to be your disciples, to live, Father God, in obedience to you. Father God, help us, Lord, to be your ambassadors. May your light shine upon us, Lord, so others will see you, Father God, through us. So we give you the glory now in Jesus' name. Amen. In a moment, we're going to hear a song which we all know well. Maybe you want to just be quietly singing it, sitting down. But I want to ask you, what's the big thing God is calling you to do? I, I've said before here, but one of, my, one of the few lecturers I remember from my college days, they were 30 years ago, but I remember one of our tutors standing in the front of this class, and he says, if your vision doesn't frighten you, it's not big enough. And as he said that, what he was saying was what you can do in your own strength without a reliance on God, it's just not big enough. God's created you for something bigger. And maybe you'll just listen to this song, Oh Lord, hear my prayer. Maybe you'll just read through this prayer again. Maybe in the quiet, you'll just pray to God about the big thing that he's putting on your heart at this time. Oh Lord, hear my prayer. And a third prayer. This one from Wesley. Often the Methodist church at the beginning of the year will use this as a covenant making a new covenant for the year ahead. There's several times in the Bible we are encouraged to 
offer our lives to God and to be totally committed to God. In fact, when we are born again, it's about saying we are dying to self that Christ may live. When we accept Jesus into our lives, it's about letting him live through us. And so this prayer. And maybe as I read it, you'll pray it. Lord, I am no longer my own, but yours. Put me to what you will. Rank me with whom you will. Put me to doing. Put me to suffering. Let me be employed for you or laid aside for you. Exalted for you or laid low, brought low for you. Let me be full. Let me be empty. Let me have all things. Let me have nothing. I freely and wholeheartedly yield all things, Lord, to your pleasure and disposal. And now, glorious and blessed God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, you are mine, and I am yours. So be it. And the covenant now made on earth, let it be ratified in heaven. Before we just spend a few more moments in prayer, I don't know what you thought when we prayed that prayer. There might have been an ouch moment where you think, oh, I'm not sure I want to pray that because that's a costly phrase. If God takes me seriously at that point, it may cost me something. Because these sorts of prayers that we've looked at tonight are very different from the prayers of Lord help me to have enough food and help me to be comfortable and be at peace. This is about true discipleship. 
being a disciple of Jesus Christ, which is not about what we get out of it, but what we put in. This is not consumerism. This is sacrifice. And Jesus was the one who showed us the way. He'll be on her feet with a microphone one last time. Anybody feel God saying something? Anything stirred you as we read that prayer? Um, yeah, I think it just reminded me of um, what Paul said, um, that he learned to uh, um, have nothing and have everything and be uh, rich and be poor and, and all these things. He was still satisfied and still um, knew that he was blessed and knew uh, what God had sort of blessed him with and knew the truth that he had. And um, yeah, and that, I think that was a really good example of um, what we should aim to be. Not that it's comfortable or anything, but um, yeah just to um, be like that, really, in all things, just be happy and satisfied. Um, yeah, because all these things are just sort of temporary and meaningless sort of anyway, really. So, um, yeah. So, that's me. Anybody else? doesn't have to be anybody else. It's just if you want to share. I remember when um, I got baptized, I was 19 years old, and, um, and the minister of the church that I grew up in always talked about the aspect of your Christian walk, saying to God, here I am, send me. And this prayer, when it talks about, when it talks about rank me with whom you will, put me to doing, put me to suffering, let me be employed for you or laid aside for you. You know, when we say, you know, here I am, God, use me, that could mean absolutely anything, and that is all-encompassing of everything and nothing at the same time. And, you know, we always talk about how, apart from God, we can do nothing, but with everything, but with him, everything is possible. But actually, we have to lay down our wants, our hopes, our dreams, and our own aspirations to be completely sold out for what he wants us to do. Thank you, Hannah. Vicky, far side. Um, what came to my mind is that um, without God, we are nothing. And because he owns us, he can do whatever you will. Sometimes it's not nice at all. Sometimes a bit confusing. Sometimes a bit worrying. But he, we know that he's there. Nothing happens without his permission. And it's just reminding me that, yeah, you need to yield your totality to him. 
and allow him to use you, to direct you, to guide, and to chastise you if he has to. Um, and it will all be for his glory because we look back into it and we thank him for that. Yeah. Thank you. As we come towards the conclusion of our time together, I'm going to lead us in a prayer. And I'm going to invite you to stand before I pray. If you're able to, please stand. Whatever God said through these prayers to you. Listen to him. I sense for at least one person here through these prayers your life agenda is about to change. thought was clear when you came in is no longer clear and God's calling you to take maybe what is an incredibly difficult step if that's you I want you to hear that to test it before the Holy Spirit When Mary was totally disturbed in her life plans, when the angel came to tell her she was pregnant and the chaos that was going to cause her, she simply said, let it be to me according to your word. And I believe whatever God's saying to us tonight our answer is going to be the same or needs to be the same. Lord, let it be to me according to your word. Lord, tonight we come to you. And Lord, we thank you for these three prayers that bear so much of the Bible within them. And Lord, what you are speaking into our lives, may we be people who respond to them. May we respond and let you have your way. Lord, help us not to count the cost or to worry about the pain or the price but rather help us to be totally within your will for our lives we bring our prayers in the strong name of our Lord and Saviour and 
together we sing the words of the Lord's Prayer. beyond all understanding and may you know how he can do more than you can even imagine according to his power that is at work within us and now may the blessing of God the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit be with each one of us this day and forevermore Amen Thank you for being with us. It's been great to see you. As we close, we'll just hear the words of what a friend we have in Jesus sung over us one more time. God bless you.